Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The College Experience Weekend Preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. The Super Bowl is coming up, and MyBookie is the place you want to get in on all the action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus of up to a hundred dollars. That's PropSwap.com promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Simply Safe, the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com/sgp today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com/sgp to save on home security today. S I M P L I safe.com/sgp. Yes. Woo. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby swinging dant base dant. <laughs> and in studio, you know, you know, we try to keep it classic in here. College experience. Classic. We got, I was nice last time. I don't feel like being nice. All right. Tell them like it is. Tell them like it is the, the smallest cock in the, in the entire West. Whew. The biggest finger roll over the backboard having <laughs> three point roof hitting. <laughs> Give it up for Farmer. Former James Madison defensive back. Current douchebag. The burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing. A wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Do the LeBron, just throw the chalk up in the air. Throw the chalk up in the air. How are you, pal? Buddy, let's talk to the people about this three-pointer hitting the ceiling. I want to vindicate myself a little bit here. No, no, no. It's not possible. We were laughing. That was against me. You were against playing against my team. You know what was that? The Flames? Yeah. Colby would play for a team called the Flames, (laughs) wouldn't he? Hey, and I, what did I do? And they were flaming. multiple championships. Colby was on a run. Multiple there. championships. Yeah. All right. You won an eighth grade. You guys no, won I, I won an eight, uh, uh, 11 eighth grade with the magic. I've won like five championships. I'm a legend over there. All right. He is a Herndon youth basketball. Legend. I had a game winner. 
They had a game winner in, in the, in the playoffs, not in the finals, semifinals. Nice. Right. A little three point runner. Yeah. But, but I, I gotta be honest. I banked it in. Hey, <laughs> if, as long as you caught it and you can claim, but, you but caught look, it. the clock was running out. I ran up, you know, like I get the, uh, I get the ball like half court and yeah. it, you, the time's running out. So you just gotta, it wasn't like I had to like, Oh, I'm going to get the set. It was like a, basically running up there, runner. Yeah. Off Boom. the off the glass in we advance. However you do it, man. You know what I mean. Just get the shot up. That you know? is uh, March Madness uh, style. Yeah. You know? But you, Hernan style. On the other end, are a guy that shot a three in a game against my team that hit the ceiling of the gym. Well, I had our buddy Alex charging at my kneecaps. I, oh. A move that I had uh, studied. I think I taught that one <laughs> to him. I saw them some of the guys doing that back in the NBA back in the nineties, and I said, you know what? Why not? Yeah. And then someone put it back on me and, and you've been rattled ever since. That's probably why we lost by 96 ball hit the roof of the fucking gym. Um, so yeah, we did lose by 96 you hit the roof of the gym, dude. <laughs> it was a low. Oh roof. dude. No one else has ever hit the, as far <laughs> as I know, no one else has ever hit the roof of the gym. I did air ball back to back free throws. That has to be some kind dude, of, and right. your brother then does a finger roll that goes over. He has a yeah, breakaway. You, you blame that one on I me. I know. I know. It's a but, family tradition. Here. Yeah, but he does a finger roll that goes over the backboard. <laughs> that wasn't our game necessarily. Um, <laughs> that was the same game. That well, was incredible. Yeah. My brother wore uh track shorts uh, and an Afro. He had like the bootiest track shorts on purpose, tall socks, and he's throwing <laughs> finger rolls over the backboard. <laughs> it was a joke, but uh, I will say this. I did while we were on the magic bust a past half court three pointer in a game. Hmm. And apparently someone, our buddy Brett has that on film. So I need to get that and put that on the college, uh, on the Twitter. Yes. The Twitter. Uh, I think my mother has the tape of the championship. Oh man, please. Let's delight our yeah. fans. Yeah. By showing us, showing them our amazing skills. I got to find that and, and, and what I press it to a computer. I don't know what the, what's that term? Uh, rip it. Digitize. It. Yeah, yeah. Digitize. Well, look, I'm the best. You're the worst. Mm. All right. Okay. We lost a game by 96 points last year. <laughs> All right. Things uh, <laughs> would probably be even worse if we got on the court now. <laughs> it's been the better part of the year since you I was- just, Hey, you, you're, you're fresh. You just ate a burrito. Talk about that experience. Well, it wasn't on the sidelines. It was on the sidelines of the college experience. Though. That's right. No, it's on the, it's on the fucking playing field of the college experience. <laughs> this is the playing field of life right here. The playing field of the podcast world. And we are fucking driving for a touchdown. I don't know what the fuck we're talking. Yeah, look, about. this the point of the story is this: if you're a first time listener to the college experience, Patty C, uh, got kind of his his he was he was a player at James Madison, and the the thing that sent him over the edge was he got yelled at for having a bur- eating a burrito in the sidelines of a James Madison football game. Well, here's the thing: the, the motherfuckers didn't even let me dress for the game, you know. So I'm sitting there in a jersey, right on the sideline. <laughs> what the hell's going on? There? Colby's bringing up a fucking I'm trying to turn this stupid fucking iPad sound off. bite. Uh, no, uh, I'm on the sideline. I, I know I'm not playing the game. I see these other guys eating the burrito on the sideline. I say, you know what? That looks like a good idea. But apparently for that game, it wasn't. So I'm eating the burrito. <laughs> Did you make the burrito? Did you have to put like beans on a tortilla? And no, roll I, got, it I got it at a, uh, uh actually one of the worst burritos in town. Uh, <laughs> th- this is a Harrisonburg, Virginia burrito. Mind you, uh, they don't Harrisonburg has like more Mennonites than it does. Uh, 
probably any other <laughs> ge- or what's the word I'm looking for. I don't know, buddy. Cultural group. Okay. So burritos aren't really the forte in that particular section of the map. So I had to de- take I what I could get. I just picture the coach going like, he's like, yeah, oh, we got to send it. No, where's commerce. And he looks over and he said, what the hell is he doing? I'm eating a burrito? Downing. What the fuck is he doing? Eating a burrito? You know what? Right? C- cut him. Get him off the team. Get him off the team. <laughs> I got away with it. I had to sneak over. But here's the thing. I was like right on the sideline with it. I think that was the difference between me and the other guys. They were kind of in the background. Like, yeah, maybe you're just like getting a bite. I, I just picture you just like rice is falling uh, on the field and shit. I'm 50 yard line right next to the head coach. Just <laughs> grubbing down on a fucking. <laughs> 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 He's like. Uh, <laughs> Common sense wasn't a big factor for me in college. He looks over and he's like, who the hell is this idiot? Get him off the team. Get him off the fucking team. Right. He, he probably asked you a question. He's probably like, Hey, commerce, what are you doing there? He's like, I'm eating a burrito, sir. And he's like, yeah, what kind of burrito? He's like, oh, it's chicken. It's really good. You know? And he's like, yeah, well, I hope you like chicken burritos. Cause you're not going to have another one. You're going to be sitting on your fat ass the rest of your life. So go get a chicken burrito. You're off the team. You're done. And didn't you guys win it all that year? Uh, we had to wait a couple years to win it all, okay. but I was part of the team that eventually won the national championship at the FCS level. There you go. Bling bling. All we do is win championships. That's right. Whether it's me, whether it's you. And then we lose by 96 points when we grow up. You can be like us. If you keep it, well, let's drink. <laughs> okay. Kansas Baylor. I mean, sorry, Kansas, Kansas state. Jesus. I'm starting off. This, this booze is getting to me already. Kansas, Kansas state. The rivalry. Is there a name for this rivalry? It, is it considered a rivalry in basketball? I mean, it's just a rivalry in general. Yeah. State. There is dislike yeah. for yeah. sure. As was made clear. Huge brawl. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts, but, but before we get to your thoughts, we're going to switch the feed over here. We want you. We're brand new. The college. I mean, the college experience has been happening for years, but we're on the sports gambling podcast network right now. So what I, what I want you to do, if you're not following the college experience and subscribed over there, because now we're, we're solo, we've gone solo. We're still affiliated with sports gambling podcast. Don't freak out. But now we have our own feed. We're in the big leagues. Essentially. That's right. But we just went from like FCS to FBS. Exactly. We made the jump and we're now like App state. Yeah. We're better. We're not in the kiddie pool anymore. Yes. We're in the fucking ocean. No burritos on the sideline here. All right. We're, yeah, we you are speak in for yourself. <laughs> I will always take a burrito on the sideline. with <laughs> Okay. But listen, I need a burrito here. on the sideline. If it was Tom Brady in the fucking <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, man, didn't Mark Sanchez have a hot dog on the sideline once in a, in a game? I think he would Raiders and jets. All right. Look, what we want you to do is to sw- we're, we're switching feeds here. So go out there go to the sp- the college experience, type in the college experience on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. We are there now. This is our new home. So at this point, if you want to hear our takes about college football, college basketball, the Kansas, Kansas state, awesome brawl that happened. We want you to head over there and uh, subscribe. Of course, rate, review, share, talk, tell some friends about it. All right. So Kansas, Kansas state, Great rivalry from the days of Danny Manning and Mitch Richmond. Mm-hmm. Mitch Richmond went to K State. Did you know that, Patty C? Uh, you're, you're digging de- deep into the database here. K State used to have a guy in the 90s named Askia Jones. That was nasty. I can't believe he didn't make it in the NBA. So I'm dropped 62 in a college game. Ooh. Yeah. Askia Jones. 
was filthy. How about right? uh before how about Michael Beasley? Yeah. Conor McGregor saying uh Donald Trump had accomplished a rare feat. F E E T. Why are there so many stupid people in the world? Why well, if you're that rich, if you're a multi multimillionaire, just have someone check your tweets. You know a lot of people are looking at them. What if Donald Trump does have rare feet though? He might have rare feet. <laughs> um He's got rare hair, that's for sure, and rare skin. So it makes sense if you would have rare feet. Uh, anyway, buddy, what's what's your take on this? Um, I can tell you my take. Yeah, was, uh, tell us your take. It was fantastic. It was everything. First off, it occurred on my birthday. Beautiful. Only with two huge brawls, two different games. Happy fucking birthday, yeah, buddy. That's a, the greatest gift for me. Kansas, Kansas State, big brawl. And then you had Sacred Heart, St. Francis, big brawl. Both on my birthday, this is the true college experience. Right. <clears throat> now, I guess we can refer to a podcast you had also taken part in earlier this evening. Yeah. And basically, you were met with a uh, contradictory position on what this brawl means to college basketball and whether it's considered a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I was on, and, and you guys should go check out the uh, the Three Dog Thursday podcast. I was a guest. Check it out. They're fantastic people over there. But, yeah, I mean, look, I think it helps college basketball. Yeah, any any casual fan, look, I, we understand, and, and he, he's right um, on a certain level, the host of the show. I, I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. But um, he uh, he's right about... Uh, TJ is his name. TJ, yeah. gotcha. He's right about... Uh, the fact that it, obviously it's not a good thing, you know, from a, a reality standpoint, there are people that could get hurt. You know, there are, but no one did no one, or maybe I wouldn't have this approach. Right. If someone seriously had gotten hurt, but yeah, basically any brawl that isn't a complete over the top disaster. And I guess that's a matter of, uh, you know, subjective opinion. But to me, this just looks like a, a, a good basketball brawl. Miami versus FIU a few years back. Yeah. When dudes are swinging their helmets in the other other dudes, it's taking it a bit far. No. You know, no, even still, no. <laughs> Look, I mean, do we want to be entertained? My thing is this: like, Are you not entertained? I, what, one of the reasons why I complain about like the NBA is it's like they're, they're I the NBA I grew up in in the eighties and nineties. Yes, was it more physical? Yeah, and maybe that. But uh, to me, they, I don't. I think sports are better when you have a real rivalry. Yeah, when Look. you truly dislike the other team. You know, I think you're seeing sports played at the best. I think punching people in the face is is good when you start like going to maim someone else. Yeah, that's when it becomes like I don't know. But either I way, like, look, I mean, yeah, it, it it was unfortunate that there was in, you know a bunch of kids in wheelchairs and stuff like that over there. But I'm saying uh, overall, I think this is great for college basketball. I'll laugh it's great for the rivalry where Colby wouldn't laugh there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about, I'm not laughing at kids in wheelchairs. I'm laughing at the fact that it was that big of a shit show. And it was, it, yeah. was, it was a great scene. Great for college basketball. Well, because the, they play each other again, for sure. In, in Manhattan, Kansas, then there's a chance that they meet up in the big 12 uh, uh, conference tournament. This is great. Yeah. In, in a game that otherwise you wouldn't watch, you know, that these teams despise each other enough to bring out their I, best. I'll compare it to this. Like, I believe it was, I believe it was 
the eight Oakland A's and the Royals, Kansas City Royals, a couple of years ago. Yeah, they kept getting into brawls. Mm-hmm. Like they, whenever they played each other. Yeah. So I was like, I noted that because I was like, the next time they played, I'm going to see higher a higher level of baseball because they truly fucking hate each other. Yeah. Right. Every single pitch. So I would go out of my way. Swing, yeah. You know, there's intention behind. I would it. go out of my way to watch that game. Yeah. Dude, that's why, uh, you know, obviously me being a Nationals fan uh, played a huge factor in it being, you know, super important to me and, you know, got caught my eyeballs for the entire season. But you could see like when Juan Soto was up to bat every single time there was a ball, he'd be like kind of talking shit with his body language or even like verbally, you know, and it's like when you get to that level where there's that much intensity, then the sport is just much more entertaining. And that's the case with uh, any sport. Certainly college basketball as well, you know? Yeah. And it happened. Sacred heart, St. Francis, a uh, big brawl happened in that game as well. And now guess what? They have to play again. I'm, you think I'm not noting that so I can say, Hey, yeah. I'm going to watch these Don't games and watch some of the toughest. Look, that's all I'm saying. If no one really got hurt, it's like uh, Bill Burr has a great bit on, uh, on when Ron Artest and, uh, then went up into the crowd, like Steven Jackson or Jermaine O'Neal. He, he's talking about, he goes, no, cause I agree with this. I, I hate how the, the, the broadcasters are like, this is so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. No, it's not. We, we watch basketball to be entertained. Just like yeah. we watched this to be entertained. Right. But Burr has a great bit on like how it's great. That was like, that was great for years. Fans have been saying, yeah, come up in the stands, asshole. Well, yeah. guess what they did. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, and it was great. Cause dudes were getting like, just pummeled. It was like a cartoon. He's like, just fucking just run our test, just throwing punches and just people flying everywhere. <laughs> He's like, it was fantastic. I loved every second of it. Right. Right. And yeah, I if agree. We're, if we're being honest and, and this is something that Colby and I want to point out here, we never want to take this fucking thing seriously enough yeah. to where we can't be one of the fans, you know? Yeah. I never want to get to a point where like I can be, I have to be PC on that because I think that's Yes. Yeah. What, why, why do we listen to podcasts? Why do we, we watch get, UFC? Yeah. Because we love that shit. We love watching people get punched. Okay. But uh, yet in boxing, why yeah. do we watch boxing? Yeah. And then why do we watch hockey? Yeah. Why do we watch uh, football? What's the fucking thing I'm looking for? Uh, uh, world star hip hop. Yes. You know, there's all these things, right? It's great. Why do I sit online and, 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 and the, the no CT, no CTE segments I put on Twitter. All of that is fun. I like it when someone gets blasted in the face with the with the football. Right, you know what I mean? As long as they're gonna like, get up the next yeah. day and have nothing more than a fucking black. We've all eye. done it, yeah. all, dude. I, I remember as a kid, we used to do quarterback contests. I'm saying one time I was walking back. We, we just drafted our teams football. Yeah, I'm walking because they're gonna go kick off, and my brother takes the ball and just pegs it at the back of my head and just destroys the back of my head. Yeah. Right? It was hilarious for everyone else but me. Right? <laughs> Everyone else is cracking up at it. I'm pissed. I charge him. You know, he, uh, he's bigger than me. So he ends up tackling me to the ground and stuff. But yeah. you know, that's fun. Yeah. You look back and then you laugh. I fucking love the move. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it hurt going through it, but it's a great move. Great yeah. play. You know? <laughs> so anyway, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm helping our cause here. No, look, the fucking eighties, nineties, this shit was so regular in the NBA and it wasn't like the, the 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 reaction to it wasn't nearly as frowned upon as it is today. Well, dude, it's the guy a got a twelve game time. suspension. Yeah, twelve game suspension is fucking ridiculous. Come on, he didn't. He picked up the chair. All right, he, he picked up the chair. might have landed a punch or two in there, like. But he didn't. Games. But he didn't connect. He never. He picked up the chair, so yeah. the intent was there. 
Who so knows he's getting in trouble for the Someone intent. grabbed it, but it's not like he couldn't. If he's sitting there knocking out seven foot basketball players, if a little like female <laughs> fan grabs the chair out of his hand, it's not like he couldn't have just like pulled it away and done the damage he intended to do yeah. if he really had that fucking intention. You know? Yeah. So the dude obviously didn't have the fucking intention because he didn't do it. My you know? favorite guy is, I think, James Love. That would be that would be the guy in street clothes that just comes out throwing haymakers. Damn right. That's the way it should be. There should be no penalty for clearing a bench clearing brawl. Yeah. I mean, look, he's already not playing. What are you going to suspend him more? He'll take it all day. <laughs> yeah. All right. Win for him. Okay. Uh, what else are we talking? College basketball. I love this shit, Patty. See, did you know? Uh, well, I didn't love locking up Texas the other night. Dropped a. Uh, Shock and smart. Is, is it safe to say the seat is on fire right now? It better be. Which is why I'm going to predict that the Longhorns are going to upset the LSU Tigers in Austin, Texas, Saturday. Money line this play, guys. Money line this play. They're gonna show up for him. I'm, I'm gonna die hard like Bruce Willis when it comes to the Texas Longhorns. All right. You have confidence that I do not. <laughs> uh, they lost by 38, fifth biggest loss of all time. You know how you you know how you delete that from history? You okay. come out and you beat an LSU team that's undefeated right now in the SEC. It's tough for me to like here from a betting standpoint. They get revenge from the Joe Burrow. It's football. tough. It's tough to to choose when when to you know bet on a trend. You know this team's been playing shitty, or say hey this team's due. You know, and for me that comes down to gut a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, but uh, if you're thinking they're due, um, me I just think Texas isn't that good. Texas two games ago. Although I think LSU has been due for a loss. Based yeah, on squeaking by saying. Arkansas, squeaking by Mississippi State with a game winner, and should have uh, Even, lost to Florida. Yeah, and it looked it got close against A and M a little bit for a while there. You yeah. know, still again, is that a team that knows how to win at the end of a game, or is that a team that just keeps getting fucking lucky? I'm gonna say luck. All right, I'm well, gonna call for an early we know exit. Where you stand? On, well, yeah, a team that NCAA plays tournament. a lot of close games is is usually due for an early exit. And remember that. Uh, who was it that came in there and whooped them? Was it Stephen F. Austin? No, somebody else earlier in this year that came in. Small school whooped them in Baton Rouge. Who was it? Who was it, Patty? Was it Steve? I don't think Stephen F. Stephen F. Austin went into Duke and did it. LSU. Okay. Some small school came into LSU and beat them. Let's see who we got. VCU. No, VCU beat them this year. That was at VCU. Someone came into Baton Rouge, Utah state, East, East, East Tennessee, Tennessee state, the Buccaneers. And by the way, East Tennessee state, the, see the Southland conference should have more teams in the tournament because East Tennessee state for about five or six years has been really good. A yeah. couple of years ago, they made, I think what the sweet 16. Well, that, that's probably the strongest argument point that you've made so far is they have a pretty bad loss in there, you know, and yeah. East Tennessee state's a decent team, Yeah, but not supposedly in this up and coming sec. Yeah. You know, not in the same league. Yeah. So they're going to go into Austin. I'm going to get revenge. You heard it here first. I know we're still days away, so I don't have a line on it, but you're saying money you heard line. it here first. I'm money lining that thing. And I also think watch out for Arizona state against Upset Arizona, Arizona. A little rematch. Okay. That's right? it. Uh, it's, it's in Tempe. Tempe. Yeah. Okay. Um, although Arizona is the much better team this year. That's yeah. a, that's a, that stadium gets lit. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, how about Marcus Howard of, of uh, Marquette uh, nine times over 30 points this year, 28.4 points per game, having a hell of a year, still 
I'm guessing on the second tier of uh, National Player of the Year uh, conversation. Uh, I mean, who? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm seeing uh, Miles Powell. I, I I would say both are right there, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, politics maybe. I don't know. Um, what do you think about Peyton Pritchard? Does he enter that conversation? At For all? me, he does, especially after dropping the suck my dick line. But I mean. <laughs> No, but he's just nasty. He can hit from three, like, um, all over the court. But um, uh, how about some of the other games that happened? By the way, I went two and one on locks tonight, and I needed it because on my birthday, I went zero for three. Oof! All right, dude, my birthday wasn't the best day. All right, I'll be honest. It was cool. It was great to get all this love from Twitter and Facebook. It always feels good to feel loved, Patty C. But you at the kept s- him afloat. But at the same time, uh, my car had some problems. Had to pay now. I got to pay like a G for the car. Oof! Right, and I go zero for three in locks. And you're still not getting any nookie because that uh, crazy because I'm not married right now. Latina, uh, yeah. But she hits you up. Is that she did give me a text message? I didn't answer it. Stay strong. Stay I'm strong, brother. You know who I am? I'm not getting married right now, Patty C. Colby's right. playing the field for. I'm well, waiting for Jessica. Albs. Yeah, Alba. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's divine. It's. And we're meant to be, dude. That's right. You're you're a big fan of the alchemist, right? <laughs> yes. You're manifesting. Yes. Uh, Paulo Coelho. Yeah. Reality into. Uh, I doubt any of our audience has read that, but hey, if you have, that's what he's referring to. Um, Evansville fires Walter McCoy. Well, that's because he was uh, he had his hand in the pie more than the pie, apparently. Yeah. 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 Um, with 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 some gals. Uh, how about Rutgers? Rutgers loses tonight. In a close one, they had their chances to win this too. And you have to say that maybe the the little magic that is the uh, Big Ten home court advantage eighty one. No, it's gone up from that because it was eighty one percent while we were watching that game. Yeah, eighty one percent of the time this year, Big Ten home teams have won. That's unbelievable. Right, I believe the uh, the record for any conference in the last thirty years or so is seventy five percent. So still significantly ahead of that. And uh, no signs of stopping, you know, no doormats in this league. When, when you have a bunch of teams that are equally matched, then the home court advantage tends to be the, the difference maker. But didn't Penn state win at Michigan tonight? Did they? Was that at Michigan? I don't know if that was a final when we were watching. Oh, they beat them. Yeah. Penn state. That's a huge win because they were fading for a little bit. They had necessarily beat Ohio state and Michigan back to back. Huge wins for the Nittany Lions. Illinois won at Purdue last night too. So I mean, they're they're, they're happening, but they're just not happening often. Right. right. The Illini ranked for the first time in a long time. Same with same with Rutgers. Um, I really want to see Rutgers. I want to see them have a good year this year, Patty. C. They're fourteen and five now. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. They're, I mean, Iowa. Iowa's fourteen and five as well. I believe that's yeah. a good team, evenly matched. The Hokies are fourteen and five, getting a double overtime win against North Carolina. The bubble watch this year is going to be wild. It's going to be fucking intense. It's, I guarantee you it's, they're going to earn their money this year. There's going to be like 700 teams yeah. on the bubble. And they're like, I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. He's going to be splitting hairs. Flip coin, flip a coin. Um, what else? Uh, so Drake, Drake minus five hits fade Evansville. Walter McCartney's gone. They got their upset against Kentucky. They won their super bowl. Um, dude, for a while there, it looked like Georgia tech was going to beat Louisville. For a long while there. They had a five point lead in there. Yeah. yeah. They were kind of up a lot of that game, I feel like. Yeah. Let um, it slip. The better team prevailed. Yeah. 
Yeah, couldn't hang on to it. Uh, Mississippi State takes care of Arkansas. Mississippi State is red hot right now. Watch out, the Bulldogs play. Uh, there's an SEC Big Ten challenge going. Or I'm not Big Ten. SEC Big Twelve challenge going on this weekend. Should be fantastic for for the the, the lay college football fan, you know. Or college basketball. I mean, fan. College, Jesus, I fucking can't talk, dude. Who do we got? SEC Big Ten. You said. Yeah, you got no Big Twelve. Big man. Twelve. Sorry. Yeah, Jesus, you're 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 I'm all over the place it. too. Um. You got what Kansas State, Alabama, but I think half of Kansas State's team suspended. Texas, LSU, Mississippi State, Oklahoma. I got Mississippi State winning that one. Put your money on Mississippi State, guys. Um, TCU, Arkansas. That's going to be a good one. I don't know about that one. You said Tennessee, Kansas already. No, I didn't. But that's going to be Tennessee can win that because Kansas is going to have everyone suspended. That's right. Yeah, that's true. We're going to see how that uh, that factors. And then hold on, there's there's Kansas another State, Alabama. One. No, there's another marquee one here. Kentucky, Texas Tech. That's the one. Kentucky, Texas Tech is the, is what must watch TV on Saturday. Uh, I think Baylor, Florida. Fucking a. Yeah, I'm actually calling, man. It's gonna be interesting to see what that line is because I think that could be an L for for Baylor. Yeah, could be Florida under the radar. Yeah, so far. really one of the least talked about SEC teams up to this point for yeah. some reason. They, they got a good team. They got a good team. Yeah. So uh, by the time you're listening to this, you're going to be wondering, hey, the games tonight, Minnesota at Ohio State. I don't have lines on these games, guys. So I'm just going to run through and talk about Minnesota at Ohio State. Can Ohio State please win a big? I mean, actually, I'm rooting for Minnesota here, but this is a huge opportunity for them because they've been one of the worst teams in the month of January in, yeah. in, the, in the big conference. Well, here's the thing. Maybe, maybe you can shed a little light on your own theory here of, and I know we just mentioned that it's a little bit based on gut, but is there a certain point, a certain number of games where a team looks like shit that you say, okay, I'm going to trust that trend as opposed to, okay, they're going to rebound from a, a surprise loss, or they're going to rebound from a, a short slump and they're due for a win. I think they're due for a win personally, but I'm saying that to answer your question, I still got to see more. Usually first one game is, is I don't trust a one game one off. You know, if, if you're, if your trend suggests, otherwise you have a bad game, obviously I'm going to say, okay, that was, that was a, 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 an outlier. And then, you know, let's, let's treat this team as they had been playing prior to that. You start getting into obviously the more you go, but like, I think for me, you get to three games. I'm going to start playing the trend, you know? Yeah. Well, here's the thing is Ohio state did beat Nebraska two games ago. Then they went to Penn state and lost. So they beat Nebraska though. Hey, but they're back in Columbus. They get Minnesota. That's a winnable game. It can happen. Other games uh, to note. I know J- James Madison at William and Mary is not a game. I noted, <laughs> I nor will, should it be. I will say if you're in the CAA, I'm curious. Delaware was a team. I was, there was red hot. I, th- I picked them to win the CAA. I was talking shit about that. Uh, maybe I'm eating my own words, Patty C because they were red hot in the beginning of the year. Even played Villanova very close. Delaware, you said. But then they hit a slump. They hit a fucking big slump. And the Blue Hens, uh, they have a great opportunity ahead of them tomorrow. Or, you know, against Hofstra, Hofstra and Charleston and William and Mary appear to be the t- top teams northeastern in there too. But Delaware's right there too, and I feel like Delaware's team is more talented than a lot of the teams in the CAA. They just got to get their shit together. So watch out for the blue hands and at Hofstra. I mean, Hofstra probably wins that game, but I do think Delaware has the more talented roster. Um, top end of the CAA Hofstra Drexel under the radar a little bit, yeah. having a decent year five and two in conference, but the tribe, I mean, 
Could this be the tribe? They just laid an egg. I locked them and they just laid a huge egg. They got their ass kicked by who was it? The tribe is killing me, man. They, uh, I know they're still in, are they in first, right? They're still in they're first. They're still in first. Yeah. They just got uh, whipped by Drexel. We're talking about William and Mary. Yeah. Whipped yeah. by Drexel by 27 points. I locked them. I thought that was a great play for them on the road. <laughs> what the hell? Has no William and Mary, have they made the tournament yet? Is this still? I don't still, think so. They, I don't think so. Since yeah. the tournament has ever existed. Yeah. William and Mary has never. They, they were the one seed a couple of years ago in the CAA, and they, they lost in the, I think Towson upset them in the championship. And that was it. Uh, I, one bid league, but they've had some great success in, in years past. Uh, other big games to note of today's action would be Washington at Utah. Patty C and I was asked on this other podcast to what's, what would be the upset that could happen on this slate of games for, for Thursday night? I didn't really see many that I liked. I know Michigan state plays at Indiana. You got to wonder, Hey, can, can, can Indiana pull that off? Michigan state just two games ago lost at Purdue. I don't feel like they lose that many in a row that fast or not, I got it's a not in a row, but better I mean, feeling about Michigan state than Indiana. Obviously Michigan state is a team that's Jekyll and Hyde. You know, they, uh, cash, everything goes with Cassius Winston. They had a rough start. <laughs> then they started to, you know, really come on strong, put the, uh, SmackDown on Michigan, but then a, Purdue a, a just loss destroyed that looks them. a lot less impressive now that Michigan's lost to Iowa. They've yeah. lost to Penn state. They lost to somebody else too. I think Minnesota, you um, consider Michigan State a title contender at this point? I still do. Yeah, I still do. But uh, obviously, but but look, I think Washington at Utah. I think there's more chance for an upset with Utah. Look, uh, Green, the guard for Washington, Kentucky transfer. He's out academically. I think uh, he. I think he's at least out the regular season, the yeah. entire regular season. And uh, you know they just had a heartbreaking loss to Oregon. And now they got to hit the road. Going to Salt Lake City, Utah has Utah started the season very hot, but they've been struggling lately. Here's an opportunity for Utah to get a nice win, put them back in the bubble talk. If they can just get a couple wins here, and uh, I mean Utah beat Kentucky earlier in the year. Where was that game played? I want to say that was a, a neutral site game, and it might have been in, it might have been in, in Salt Lake City. Okay. Now, out of curiosity, I can probably look that up. But uh, out of curiosity, and this is probably a stupid question, but does uh. Does the elevation factor indoors? In I think so. Yeah. I think everywhere, right? Yeah. There's just the air. You get drunker faster, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I think yeah. the air is probably just as. It's easy to see the air turn. <laughs> well, I remember <laughs> I, I went on and I saw our boy uh, Ben out yeah. in Utah. Yeah. And he's gotten me to do this like 20 minute workout in his house and it's just using like little uh, hand weights and. Dude, my lungs felt like they were about to bleed on me like 12 minutes into the workout. Yeah. So I can understand. And frankly, in a sport like basketball, where it's Run. much more nonstop cardiovascular work. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not an even bigger uh, home court advantage. And yeah. Maybe it is if they're beating the likes of Kentucky. Although if it was at a neutral site. Uh, check on that. I don't remember. Okay. I know I, I was doing my Toys for Tots show that night, but it was on the TV in the background. <coughs> um, but, but UConn at Houston. Another, another big one for a chance for UConn. I think Houston is really playing good ball right now. And that's another team that I had talked about. Kelvin Sampson, uh, his team was young. It's incredibly young. So I knew they were going to get better throughout the year. And I still think they're a very dangerous team as, 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 uh, as the season continues on, the better they get. This one looks like it was in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. But still kind of an advantage for Utah with the fan base. Although I'm sure a bunch of Kentucky fans went out there. Yeah. Probably had Ashley Judd. <laughs> 
sitting there getting hammered. Yeah, I don't know. She's a big Kentucky Wildcats Dude, fan. I didn't notice uh, just how freaking big Rupp Arena is. You know, oh, yeah, buddy. That, and and it's, it's, it's really, uh, what's the word, steep. You know, it's like, like, like Lane Stadium is for football. Oh, yeah. Maybe not Lane Stadium huge, but so fucking steep, the bleachers, that it's like, it's right on top yeah. of you. You Thanks. think anyone could hit a three uh, at the ceiling of that stadium? <laughs> Shoot a three the and hit the, hit the ceiling? We're playing in the auxiliary gym. Let me fucking point oh, that out. Come on. It's like playing in your living room. Is a bagel a sandwich, Patty C? It's not a sandwich. You saying it is? I'm saying if you put ham and cheese and mayonnaise. No, no, no we're talking like. Oh yeah, you're saying that then it's a. Then that's a fucking. Sandwich. Who puts mustard on a bagel? I do. I'll put mustard and dude, you haven't lived until you've had uh, you of all people a sandwich aficionado, a connoisseur, would think you would have tried this uh, raisin bagel, right? Toasted bacon, lettuce, tomato on the raisin bagel. Boom. I've never done that. It's an added element of delicious sweetness. I don't consider a bagel. I'll put it like this. A bagel is not a sandwich, especially a cream cheese. What bagel. constitutes a sandwich in your book? It's got to have two slices of fucking bread. Yeah. And then a lot of, a lot of other shit. And most bagels don't have that because the bagel is not bread. Well, give give the audience what they want to hear. What, uh, what are the requirements? Okay. Like a Turkey sandwich. Okay. It's it has called- to have meat on it. Uh, well, Preferably. Okay. <laughs> there are vegetarian sandwiches. Uh, no, they're not sandwiches either. Okay. So it does. I'm just going to go ahead and say that's not, not a sandwich. Okay. All right. Any sandwich. It's a real sandwich. Right, I'm not, I'm not going to have a, uh, uh, I'm not going to be a, a pull a Kramer and have a soy sandwich. Right, a little sprout you know I mean? sandwich from fucking <laughs> puts you look, you put some stuff on there. Like a BLT is still some the same. Sprouts. I can't, you know, what is, no, what's the little frou-frou, uh, store where they, all, all they serve is like little soup bread bowls and like, Sprout, I forget what the fuck it is, but I don't think they serve sandwiches. It got big a few years ago, but thank God it went away. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but look, how about this? Washington State, uh, just to honor Clay Thompson, they play at Colorado. Washington State, red hot, great at home. I believe they're undefeated in the in the conference at home. And uh, they have Dennis Rodman's son on this team, but I liked Kyle Smith. Love that hire. Former head coach of San Francisco comes over, big analytics guy. And uh, Washington State has knocked off now UCLA and Pullman, Oregon and Pullman, Oregon State. They retired Clay Thompson's number uh, that night, but uh, the Cougars are getting red hot. They're going to get points at Colorado. I don't have the lines now. Wait, they require, uh, retired Clay Thompson's number, and he never made a tournament with them, did he? Yeah, he did. He did? Yeah. Are we sure about that? I'm almost. I'm fairly certain. Because Tony Bennett, I think they had an early exit, if memory serves me correct. I do believe Vanderbilt might have beat him. I thought they went before he got there. Maybe. You could be right. I thought he was a one and done. No. Clay Thompson? Yeah. I thought he went for a couple of years at Washington State. We'll have to double check. You keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah, I will keep talking. All right. And I'll tell you that the college experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. The holidays have come and gone. Patty C. still a, a bozo. But the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've just seen what our teams are capable this season of this season. Jeez. And now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. We're talking about the Super Bowl. The 49ers looking to cap off their incredible season of, uh, you know, winning the NFC. And the Chiefs have had their first opportunity to bring a title home in 50 years. Can Kansas City collect their first ring under the Mahomes-led squad, or will 
the 49ers Garoppolo and his 73 yards per game passing. Get it done in Miami, Patty C. Either way, whatever your gut feeling, time is running out. Time is running out to get in on the action. So head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. My bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're if you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for for bowl games or I love how it says bowl games, Super Bowl games, um, or college basketball, NHL, NBA, whatever, golf. My bookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing. My bookie's got you covered. Like I just mentioned, everything over is available. You can bet on anything, pretty much. Uh, they've got fast payouts, the fastest payouts. Some say best promotions and a very helpful 24 seven customer support service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of uh, big favorites this week. Parlay wagers let you uh, bet multiple games together. And if they come through, you'll win big. My bookie has lines and better odds for the players than any other sports book. So check out my bookie. If you join right now, my bookie will match your half or your, your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you have to do is use uh, the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get your extra cash from my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. That's Get it done over there, Patty. That's C. a heater. That's a heater of an ad rate. I'm an idiot. Uh, Clay Thompson, three years. That's what I thought. That's what I three thought. Three years. Man. And actually, averaging 17.9 points per game over the course of those three years might earn you a jersey retiring. Exactly. Especially Dude, if the, up in Pullman. If the, if the Spurs are retiring Bruce Bowen's number. <laughs> All right. Which is still the dumbest shit I ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> like 10 points per game. How, was he even on the Spurs that long? Yeah, not really. He played that on the ridiculous. heat for a while. That's the dumbest shit in sports I've ever heard. Yeah. That's like the Knicks retiring uh friggin' Chris Childs jersey. No, he played longer on, on the Knicks than Well, here's what Bowen did. He got under Kobe's skin. And you know, that's that's one of the, the rivalries in, in the NBA that maybe doesn't ever get the credit that it probably deserves is Spurs Lakers, you know? kind of overshadowed just because the Spurs, uh, they don't, they don't make enough. They don't ruffle enough feathers really to, but I, I feel like those teams were going at it for so long that you couldn't deny that that was a rivalry. They were playing all the time, but I think, you know, give me, give me your top few NBA rivalries all time. Well, I mean to this day is what I'm saying. I'm not that saying I personally watch are the, that are known because Lakers Celtics are the most known, but of most of those happened when I was like two years old. Right. Well, what I'm saying is, or, or negative, like, you know how, for instance, Dallas Cowboys and Washington Redskins. Yeah. That rivalry persists, whether one team's good and one team's bad, whether both teams are bad or whether both teams yeah. are good, they fucking hate each other Bears, and they will Packers. forever. Yeah. Same thing with Bears Packers, whether it be proximity, culture, history, what have you, there's something that's going to make these teams hate each other forever. And for whatever reason, it continues to persist. And it's probably to some extent tradition. To me, the NBA doesn't really have any. You don't think the, I mean, Lakers Celtics is the only one that, that really, cause look, I, I would say like Knicks Pacers were classic bulls. Pistons were classic, but they don't carry over now. I think Spurs Rockets has a little now. No, not now. None of them. Now 
Yeah, what is it about the NBA that because they're all friends now? Sustain yeah. a fucking rivalry. You would think uh, Warriors Lakers would have developed into. Heated. They've never been good at the same time. Yeah, which is weird. I think. I mean, I guess back in the seventies. I mean, for a long time, you had Knicks Pacers, Bulls Bulls Pistons. Bulls Knicks should have. If if New Knicks York... Heat was great for a long time, but that yeah. those days, those NBA days are gone. The NBA's it's just hodgepodge now. It's nonsense, you know. It's really wild that there's not one sustained rivalry outside of Lakers Celtics who only meet twice a year, by the way. Yeah. If that, well, they have to play two regular season games. They have to. Yeah. Right now. One in LA, one in Boston. Huh? Yeah. I guess that yeah. that's not much of a rivalry. Then it's not like when you're watching, like what was great about the Knicks and the heat, there was, they were there not only meet, meet in the playoffs, but they would play, you know, four or five times in the regular season. Yeah. 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 So it's true. And the, the implications of the Lakers Celtics game never have playoff uh, implications unless they just happen to reach the finals in the same year. But think about that. Think about every other sport, man. Think about like, like, like you said, NFL. Yeah. I mean, Steelers, Steelers Ravens is really good. Yeah. NHL. There's a ton, you know, uh, capitals, uh, penguins right now. Yeah. It's always a a great one. one, That's been a good one since like the eighties. Yeah. The original six. I mean, you have any combination, I guess, uh, Chicago, Detroit. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I mean, college football, obviously you have a your million, right. College basketball, Duke, Carolina, you know what I mean? Like nothing's going to top that Michigan, right. Michigan state, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like those any, are... any in-state rivalry has it kind of built in. So it's just weird that there's nothing like that in the NBA. Anyway, we digress. I apologize. It's okay. That was good. That was good material, buddy. Perhaps I I appreciate that. Well, it's just curious, you know. It's something to so uh, maybe keep your eye on if something well, whatever so Spurs, fucking Spurs Lakers. I, to me, it doesn't doesn't register as a rivalry match to me. It, it really, you know, there's there's just never was enough hatred. The Spurs don't talk enough shit for that. It. I'll tell you what though, as a Spurs fan that was trying to get over the hump against those Lakers with Shaq and Kobe, I fucking hated the Lakers. Really oh, I bad. hated the Lakers. Everyone too. hates the Lakers. Um, <clears throat> when Clay Thompson. And Steph Curry come back though. I anticipate uh, Lakers uh, Warriors turning into a rivalry. Aren't, aren't, isn't the Warriors already trying to recruit uh, people? Are ESPN's already talking about bringing in uh, the guy from the Bucks, uh, the best player on the team, Giannis? Yeah, Ugh. because that's the way the NBA works now. These yeah. stupid super teams. It's like, well, you come play for us, then we can. I don't know. Clippers, Clippers, Lakers has a little potential. I just don't think that, like, when it comes down to it. The Clipper, the NBA is going to defer to their less marketable team. They'll always favor the Lakers in that situation. So, uh, all right. Well, whatever. Okay. Look, Washington state plus the points at Colorado. I like this play. Uh, I think Colorado is going to get the win respond, uh, from that ass whooping they took in Tucson. <laughs> yeah. What? That's our That's our transition. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, uh, and what other, other games going on tomorrow night, USC at Oregon, UCLA at Oregon state. I wouldn't be surprised if UCLA was able to win that, but I don't see USC beating, beating, beating the ducks in uh, Eugene. Uh, those are the big Thursday games on Friday. Am I forgetting any Thursday games? I think those are, are them on Friday. On kind fr- of a light slate. On that is Friday. a light. That is a light. Marquette slate. Butler. Fun one. That is a good one. And same with Wisconsin at Purdue. Yeah. Um, we're going to see if Marcus Howard can continue to light up the scoreboards. If you follow the Mac like I do, then Kent state at Buffalo is a good game. Those would be the three. Actually, you know, what's not a bad game either is Northern Kentucky at Wright state. Patty. See if you deep dive like me. Yeah, that's a good game to watch. 
Uh, I believe those are the top two teams. Yale that, Brown. I mean, Yale, eh, not really. Here's what I'm Yale's a good Ivy League school. Yale. I only bring that up because I wanted to mention Yale because in, in my search recently for, um, FCS schools that could potentially make the jump. And we know that uh, Boise state is possibly on the verge of breaking up with the mountain West due to uh, contract uh, negotiations. And I know that uh, Boise supposedly had um, put it into the contract originally that they would be able to negotiate their own TV deal. I think they're, they're suing the mountain West. They're suing the mountain West. And that looks like it may result in a breakup, which is curious as to what Boise state will do after they get out of the, please don't go independent. I I would love for them to go independent, but I I don't know really what their other options. I want conference championships, dude. Of course. course. I hate this Notre Dame shit. All right. I hate the fact that, cause once again, and if we we ever go to a bigger playoffs, then it's like, well, how do we judge that? Yeah. I want organization. All right. Well, I mean, if the playoffs are big enough, you can have, uh, subjectivity. If it's eight, which, which will be the next move. There's still, yeah, it's still not going to, yeah, it's not going to satisfy anything but the big boys. Um, okay. All that to say, I looked through at some of the, uh, FCS schools out there in their stadium size surprise. I stumbled on Yale having a 61,000 seat stadium. They need to jump up, but they're not going to leave the Ivy league. Why can't the Ivy league just step up and fucking, uh, give scholarships, but I guess FCS schools. So they are, you yeah. know, I, I, I was always confused. I just, isn't uh Jason Garrett from the Ivy league. Is he went to Princeton? Marcellus Wiley went to uh, Columbia, I believe. Yeah, that's true. They are getting scholarships. I'd always just kind of figured them as like division three schools a little bit. I don't know why that they never registered to me that they play real football, but they never seem to be in like the FCS playoff conversation, deep making deep runs. Huh. I don't understand why that is, but in any event, talk about schools with cachet that could pretend. I mean, if a place like Stanford can attract Yale you is know, not going to leave though. I mean, uh, I agree that. Yeah. Okay. If the, in theory, but the, the, they're like Ivy league is the Ivy league. Well, why can't the Ivy league? I mean, I, I want to say like there was a time potentially before, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to go back and check. Cause I remember reading a book as a kid a football book where the Ivy league was you know, one of the original founders. I believe it was yeah, a football. Yeah. And so obviously it was playing big boy football back then, you know, and then here you have Georgetown playing in like the sugar bowl as in the forties. So these teams all were, I've been saying that forever. That you know, every, every college players. basketball team should have a football team at the uh, FBS level. Yeah. It would be fun. It would be great. You know, just get rid of the FCS. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that forever. We're talking gibberish over here. No, I think I think this is this is important. Put the fucking Ivy League on. I would I would love to watch college football is supposed to have these classic teams. You know, if if you can go back 150 years now college football's been yeah. around. Yeah. And you can see in the stat sheets Princeton was playing in the fucking national championship back then. Then how much fun would it be to have them in the conversation now? I mean, I agree. I'm all for it. I'm all, it you know, but the powers that be look, I can't even get, I'm fighting for bowl games in, in other locations. Mm-hmm. All right? right. Sick of this shit being in domes that for some reason, college football caters to warm weather. This shit should be spread look, out throughout the nation. We got to pick our battles. I know, but I feel like maybe if we throw enough shit at the wall here, something will stick. There we go. Well, we got to stick to our, our plan. 
which is talking about Saturday's slate of games. Okay. Excuse me. This beer, this St. Archer or whatever. Um, Saturday slate of games is pretty good. Like you said, Iowa state Auburn, any chance cyclones. I think that, I think there's a chance they're getting better. They are. They're fine in their fucking rhythm. They are getting better. Uh, but Auburn, uh, you know, I thought tonight, uh, they were gonna, they were playing it close. I want to say they were losing early and then they just fucking pulled away. Yeah, they did. And put the dust on, um, Illinois at Michigan, Illinois is red hot right now. Uh, if I'm if Michigan's cold as ice. You got to go Illini, right? Even though it's in, so you're going to go with the road team again, play the trend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I th- honestly, I think the big 10 home thing is just coincidence. I, I don't okay. know how much stock I put in that. Uh, Pitt Syracuse is a big one because these are bubble teams. That's like a, you're basically watching like a playoff game. Yeah. I mean, I guess that will they have another opportunity after this? Yeah. But as far as, uh, having a little foresight as to the implications of this game. You need to know that this game is going to be borderline make or break for one of these teams. They'll they'll only have two or three of these opportunities to to differentiate themselves from the other bubble teams. So this, this being one of the first ones for these teams, Villanova at Providence is a, is a huge one. Providence lost to Seton Hall tonight for Providence. I think Providence, Yeah. Providence needs it. It needs it. Ed Cooley and company. Now, are you going to be watching Army Navy basketball this this weekend? I don't think I'm going to. As a David Robinson fan, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I think I was a David Robinson fan and not a Navy fan. So, <laughs> uh, another big one this weekend: uh, Virginia Tech, Boston College. There's a football rivalry that's uh, well, Boston College isn't going to make the tournament, but Virginia yeah. Tech can't afford some bad losses. They got to take care of business. They'll be 15 and five, I believe, or 16 and five if they win this. Handled UNC tonight, guys. Well, double overtime. I don't know about handling. Well, yeah, got it done. Got it done. It's a win at the end of the end, end of the day. UNC sitting there at eight and ten, worst record in the ACC. Uh, Roy Williams at 879 victories. Trying to jump uh, Dean Smith as the not only obviously the number one coach in UNC history from a win standpoint, but third all time. Well, well, this Saturday in Chapel Hill, he welcomes the Miami Hurricanes, and I think he's probably going to lose to Miami. Man, what if he just stays at fourth place for, or I guess tie? <laughs> they with, don't win another tie game with Dean. Yet. They fire him. They're like, you they, won't they happen. play Wake Forest. They'll beat Wake Forest or somebody. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they beat Miami. Uh, St. John's DePaul, DePaul lost, uh, DePaul was started out. zero and four, even though they were, they had some key wins. They, uh, out of conference, they beat Texas tech. Uh, now they did have a nice win against Butler. DePaul could really, really use this game because they lost again tonight, which means they're one and five, I think in conference, this is a must win game for DePaul. I'm just going to go ahead and say this. They're a tricky team to, to bet on. I, I just, uh, assume they're kind of garbage. The one and five league records suggest that, but Again, we're talking the Big East, which is yeah, as, about as powerful as it gets at this point. And if you look at their out of conference, they fared well against some, some good teams. Um, Obviously, twelve and one out of conference. So. Yeah. So uh, Mississippi State, Oklahoma, we touched on like Mississippi State to take care of it. Here's a good one in the A10: Rhode Island at St. Bonaventure. The Bonnies were red hot. Now they've lost a couple. I, I was actually on VCU. Yeah. destroying Bonaventure because VCU had lost two in a row. Mm. Normally VCU's money in Richmond. Yeah. That's a big one in the A10. That is a, that's going to be a good ge- good game. Um if you follow the Mac, there are some good games in the Mac this weekend Akron, Ohio. Uh I believe like Bowling Green and, and somebody I'll get to that in a minute, but um 
NC State at Georgia Tech. Once again, you're going to watch a team. NC State, talk about on the bubble. Talk about getting a clutch win against Virginia the other night. Yeah. Um, really not clutch on their part, missing free throws left and right. Yeah. But when you play true. a team that can't hit a fucking broadside of a barn, <laughs> uh, then luck tends to go your way. Yeah. SMU Memphis, Memphis lost by 40 tonight at Tulsa. Tulsa's red. Tulsa's under the radar in the AAC right now. Dude, what is up with Memphis? Like you don't lose by, by 40, 40 points and ever expect to be taken seriously after that. Well, Texas just lost by 38, but yes. Uh, I don't know what the fuck to think of Memphis now. I, th- I, I actually kind of like them heading into the, the AAC tournament. I was like, Hey, probably contenders. I don't know. Now let, let me ask you this. Obviously from a fan's standpoint, you enjoy the parody and the absolute carnage in college basketball this season. A hundred percent from a betting standpoint. <laughs> I, I, I would say that it's, it's tougher. Yeah, it is tougher. It's it, and just not knowing what you're going to get. It's I can not imagine something... this year's bracket being fucking chaos for me. Yeah. Like when I look at it, I would not be surprised. Although I, I, I shouldn't say this as a guy that's a, on a gambling website or a podcast, but it's very like, I think everyone knows this though. All the experts I follow, um, they, they'll tell you that, that who knows? First off, it's, it's, it, once you see the matchups, you might have a gut feeling on who's going to win that, who's going to win that. But that you could be—it could be the first weekend, and you—you've lost both your teams in the that, that you have in the, in championship. the championship game. Yeah, it could be this type of Been year. Known to happen. Yeah. Well, especially this year. Especially this year. Yeah. yeah, it's true. But it really depends on what the matchups are. But um, got a good one in the Sun Belt: Georgia State at Georgia Southern, the Battle of Georgia, the Eagles and uh, the Panthers. Georgia State's been the cream of the crop uh, recently. But Georgia Southern pushing a little bit. Uh, USC, Oregon State should be fun. Oregon State still, once again, both those teams, bubble teams. Um, Dayton at Richmond. The Spidey is fucking playing ball. Spiders, man. I'm loving it. And they do that. They, they won a huge game tonight without their, their best players out like four to six weeks. Look, if you want my input as a potential outright fucking money line upset, it's, it it's the spiders in Dayton. There we go. You heard it here first on the college experience. He's taken the uh, Patty C says uh, the take the spiders Look, at all home. These at home too. That place is gonna be lit. All these gun protests down there in Richmond. You got the yeah. fucking militias meeting up. They're 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 fucking angry. <laughs> they, I don't know what the fuck. There's something going on down there that's got people riled up. I'm what, by the out. way, what is happening? What is that? I don't know. It's it's the most redneck thing I think I've ever fucking seen. But. Uh, well, I, I'm not even clear. Like if not, Virginia, Virginia's not taking away your guns though. Obviously that's a, a second amendment thing. There right? must be some kind of like uh, uh background checks or something. I don't some know. Some kind of like stricter. Uh, um, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to I'm say. I'm sure Charlottesville had something to do stricter with the regulations on gun control. So obviously a lot of, uh, look, I, I sit here. I, I I'm from Northern Virginia. I'm a fucking, you know, uh, city boy, city slicker. So to all my fellow Virginians that are country folk, I don't have a dog in this fight. Look, we're, we're going to wax uh, political here for a second. Uh, I don't, I could give a fuck about this topic. I, I understand both sides of it, you know, and I, I think both sides present strong points. Um, so maybe I shouldn't even fucking talk about it, <laughs> but I will say that there are a lot of rednecks in Virginia and I like to make fun of them. So this presents itself as an opportunity 
And uh, you're fucking Hicks, and you're not as good as Northern uh, Virginianers. I just, Northern Virginianers, wow. I just like what the, it's like a Billy Virginians. Madison thing, yeah. Where he goes, that that's the dumbest question of all time. Like your <laughs> yeah. answer has yeah, made, made all me, of us dumber. Yeah, you you got, may God have mercy points. on yeah. your soul, right? Look, I don't fucking know about any of that shit. The only thing I care about in politics is please don't fuck up our national parks, right? Amen. That's all I say. Fuck all these politicians. Don't fuck up our national right. parks. I want the North Dakota state bison. I don't want the North Dakota state fucking yeah. Apple Breeze. computers. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Uh, come on. I mean, they, they, uh, I just was reading some stuff that it's terrible. It's terrible. It's our national parks. It's not some politicians. You crazy bastards. I'm getting on my high horse over here. Kentucky at Texas tech. Who do you got? Patty C. Uh, Kentucky at Texas tech. Um, da, 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 da. I think Kentucky's playing good ball. The fact that they have to travel to Texas Tech makes it a little tough. A little bit tough. You know, Texas Tech's going to get up for that game. I would take Texas Tech to cover. Yeah. Give me Kentucky outright. Okay. Okay. A little chalky there. Uh, are you taking Florida over Baylor as well? The fact that it's at Florida. Yeah. Makes is a it a huge factor. Yeah. For a team that's chomping, get it, at the bit yeah. of contention and legitimacy and respect. This is a kind of a trap game for Baylor to be in. Uh, you know what? I think I am going to take Florida just because it's in Gainesville. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first. I, I think that's very possible too. I feel like Baylor's do. Yeah. Had a couple close calls. That's true. They're a good team. They're yeah. probably the best at this point. Yeah. But when everyone's as close as they are, that may not mean that much. Exactly. Uh, Wofford at Western Carolina. Jesus. I can't talk. I swear. I'm not even drunk. Um, Notre Dame at Florida state. That's a, that's a, that's one. I, this is one that wouldn't surprise me because Florida state has been flirting. UVA almost did it. Then Miami almost did. These it. are the kind of games that, you know, separates a true contender from a pretender, you know, or when you have a game that you're supposed to win against a good team though. Yeah. You know, are you going to get the job done? Or are you going to get yourself bit? Uh, Washington at Colorado. Arizona at Arizona state, the battle of Arizona, Washington at Colorado is another one that I think uh, should be a, a, a dandy. Will they recover? I think they the will. Heartbreak? I think they will in a one-off situation. If Washington loses to Utah, they might get up and beat Colorado. If they beat Utah, I think Colorado beats Washington. Washington. I feel like is better than their record indicates. This is a team. If I had to guess, this has frustration starting to boil over. Well, they have a strange loss. They lost at Cal, which was weird. Yeah. I don't know. And the, I mean, they lost to Stanford, but Stanford's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Another thing to keep an eye on. Well, as we go into Sunday slate, but before I go into Sunday slate, is we're going to read you, I'm going to read you Sundays. And then after that, we're going to talk some college football, okay. but I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. Ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how Patty C because you're too, too busy eating burritos and shooting three pointers that hit the ceiling. Mm-hmm. ACE spread is here to help you start your own sports. We've all been there. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines up to date to the second wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. You know, I don't know that I've told the story. I think I told the story. You know, I got, I got, uh, I got, I got kicked out of school essentially for, uh, having a sports book in, in sixth grade. 
Amazing. Yeah, you did. You did mention that. Yeah, me and me and uh, you and one Nicole. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Don't burn her last name. Yeah. But um, sixth grade, we had a book going on, and I I believe like I was cleaning up on the NBA final or NBA playoffs. Yeah. And uh, I think someone owed me like forty bucks, forty five bucks. Now, were you you were betting and and running the sports book? At yeah, the same man. Time? We had a uh, what, you know like those little black and white little uh, comprehensive notebooks yeah, or whatever or composition. Yeah, yeah, composition. Yeah, comprehensive. Yeah. What am I talking about? Um. And we would just keep track of the notes there. Mm-hmm. And we had, I think there was a guy named Josh. I won't mention his last name, but he would, uh, he would bet heavily on some, some dumb games, I would say. Yeah. And the house would always be glad to take his money. Did you end up uh, having to break his kneecaps? Uh, never, collect? never had to get to that, but, but you know, it's just, it's a shame that I'm, 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 I'm you go to school to learn things. I was, right. this is business one-on-one. That's right. They, they, they kill the entrepreneur in you at, a, at an early age. Thank you, public school. Yeah, people wonder why I lost interest, and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to be a comedian." <laughs> you know what I mean? Mom, mom's wondering like, why? Why didn't he? Why didn't he end up like his brother? Right, right. No. Colby was destined to be Bill Gates, but <laughs> it was killed. But this this whore of a principal. Uh, they're great, right? Right. Exactly. It didn't fall within the uh, four core categories: science, math, social studies, and English, because it was sports related. Public school crushed his dreams. But you're telling me crushed his talent. <laughs> you're telling me in, in history when you're learning about Al Capone and stuff. Did we ever learn about Al Capone in history? At some point. You tell me the guy never ran a book. I think he ran a book. Yeah, I think he why ran a book. They, why don't they highlight that part? Exactly. Of it? You know, that's really what's important about history. Who is running the sports books? You know. Yeah. You watch Back to the Future. They the the. Concept of the world changing completely is based on the fact that uh, greatest sports almanac. Yeah, so it says uh, <laughs> you can go lady, back to the Cubbies or go back to the beginning of the season, and put some money on the Cubbies. That's right. Imagine the amount of power you would have. You ever heard of the Chicago Black Sox, Patty C? Oh yeah, Shoeless Joe Jackson was 1919. on that team. There you go, dropping dimes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, look. All I'm saying is you can start your own sports book and you can go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. There we go. I'm still doing ads, telling stories about how I was uh, kicked out of school in sixth grade for running a book. It was only 40 bucks too. 45, 40 bucks, something like that. Aceperhead lets you do it now. There you go. Aceperhead. They had their shit together. You know what I mean? They're, they're keeping people's dreams alive. Uh, You know, they're, 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 the future they're, they're helping the future of America. The kids, of course, of course. we gotta, we gotta advertise this to children. Somehow we gotta get our podcast. We gotta hit our sixth grade demographic. That's right. Cartoons, man. We're, I want you guys to put flyers of the college experience <laughs> in every elementary school in your locale. Ever had a burrito on the sideline of kickball. <laughs> yeah. <Right>? Boom. <laughs> you can relate. Listen to the college experience. All right. Look, where are we at here? Sunday. As we preview this weekend's games, look, uh, one of the big games that I think has potential upset for the weekend, Patty C. Yeah. And I might be getting ahead of myself because I don't know the score of this game. Oh man, Nevada's gonna be maybe maybe I'm full of myself. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bounce somewhere else. Virginia at Wake on Sunday, huge huge game for the Cavs. Are they gonna get the win, or is Danny Manning gonna pull it out? Right. This is right on the. Uh... 50-50 tip? 50-50 as far as I how to bet. I think Virginia's going to win. And really, as as a, as a Virginia fan, a lifelong Virginia fan, I'll, I'll admit that I pay closer attention to them than I do any other team in uh, sports. And so I should have my finger on the pulse of how I think they're going to perform and hence how to bet on them um, more than I would any other game. And 
my feeling is that I mean, obviously the, the spread is important you yeah. know, to be able to determine how to bet, but from a win loss standpoint, going to, uh, what is it? Uh, uh Winston Salem, Winston Salem. Yeah. I think Virginia's going to have a t- tough time in that game. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to put it together and get a win though. They, they put it together and they've been in most of the games, even though the score didn't reflect it against, uh, NC state or wake forest. Both of those games were down to the wire and those teams, their opponent pulled away in the last minute to make the score look a little worse than it was. Uh, obviously, um, in the meantime, they handled their business. Uh, I forget who they beat, uh, recently. I think they beat Georgia tech, Georgia tech. Yeah. That was a nice win. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, and they did it convincingly. They, they were up for most of that game. They did let it slip away, but then they bounced back and pulled away at the end themselves. Uh, so it's tough to say whether this team is going to, yeah, I'm just dragging this one out. Yeah. It's tough to say whether this team is, is going to bounce back or if they're on a, on a losing streak. My, my thought is they just suck. So, yeah, uh, I think I might be with you, but I think they get the dub here. Uh, Tulsa at UConn in the AAC is one to watch Sunday, Maryland at Indiana. Can Maryland finally, I mean, they finally won a road game against Northwestern, but they were losing. They had to come back from double digits to, uh, accomplish that. Now Maryland heads to a real school where they play actual basketball, uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. Any chance the Terps can actually get a back-to-back road wins? Um, it's funny. Cause I said early in the podcast that I think it's kind of bullshit that the uh, big 10 winning streak or winning percentage is as high as it is a little bit of chance involved in that, that, and then it'll probably come back over the course of the season back to uh, reality. That said, I think in this particular game, home court advantage is going to be a big factor. I, I agree. I, I would uh, blindly take right now, Indiana. I don't know what the spread will be, but I'll take Indiana at the moment. South Florida at Houston's an interesting game. South Florida's kind of a, uh, kind of a tough team, kind of a weird team, but uh Houston should get that one. Michigan state at Minnesota. Now Minnesota has been uh, great at home as well. They took down, you know, uh, Michigan recently at home. They took down uh, Penn state at home. Uh, I believe someone else too, right before that. Maybe it was Iowa uh, at the Gophers getting the Spartans. See, I'm more inclined to believe Michigan state loses this game than the Indiana game uh, on Thursday. Could be tough back to back stretch for, for the Spartans. I, I can see where you're coming from too. Yeah. Indiana is a team that you, you get up for They're yeah. on, They're on your radar. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota sleepy a little bit, you know? Yeah. That's uh, true, but, and, and sleepy. Good. Sneaky. Good this year. Exactly. And this is the one I was going to get to here, but uh, UNLV was red hot, but apparently as I turn my turn around and look at the television, I see that uh, Nevada has beaten them in Reno. That's a good rivalry. Um, I was going to say San Diego state has to go to UNLV. I was thinking there's not many more opportunities for San Diego state to lose. I think they follow at UNLV with at New Mexico. And then they, they do play Nevada. I believe the last game of the season, but you got to think this is one of the ones you got to circle and say they could lose this one. Yeah. And for UNLV, you want to talk about a quality win Yeah, that they need. Yeah, exactly. And they, and especially just losing uh, to Nevada chance to rebound Xavier Creighton is uh you know, it's That's the biggest fucking heater. That's a great game. That's one that probably probably a dog might be one of the better games on Sunday. Um, UCLA at Oregon. I don't really see the Stanford Cal classic, what rivalry, but I, I just think uh, Stanford is just way better than Cal Different class right now. Yeah. Uh, Ohio state at Northwestern. Any chance Ohio state drops that one? Sure. Yeah. They're, they're playing bad enough that right yeah. now that we'll see how they do. Uh, what on Thursday, let me see Northwestern's home record real quick. They Northwestern's a, a, a strange team. They lost to Mary Mac, right? Yeah. Who just jumped up. Uh, uh, they had, 
first year playing at this level of basketball. But they beat Providence. Merrimack though has come on pretty. They're not bad. Yeah, they are coming on strong for a first year. But they beat Providence, and then they lost. I think they lost to Radford. Northwestern lost to Radford. I think this year. Mm. So you have. I can't figure this team out. Yeah. Six and twelve, one and seven in conference, four and six at home. Ohio State is one and four on the road. (laughs) Something's got to give, right? That's right. Uh, another one to watch, by the way, on Sunday is uh, Loyola Chicago at Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa took a loss today, uh, so that, that things are going to get juicy in the uh, in the mountain in the Missouri Valley Conference. Um, things got juicy in your sister's valley. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a sister, buddy. I was going to say your mom, but I have too much respect for Miss Dan. She's the most glorious woman in the universe. Well, you did what you did yourself. Well, all right. I want to say, we're going to talk college football in a second here. We, we previewed this weekend. All right. I want to tell you that the uh, college experience is brought to you by prop swap. Prop swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets all season long. Prop swap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world because you're buying the bet from another person and not betting against the house. You can always find great deals this week at Kansas city Chiefs super bowl ticket with a, with a collect amount of $2,800 sold on prop swap for 1500. Those are the odds of minus 115 for the buyer, better money line odds than any sports book in the country. Also use the promo code SGP, send in a screenshot to podcast at sports gambling podcast.com to get a free lock dog uh, tease t-shirt. These t-shirts are fantastic. They're really badass. They got a dog on the front of it. looks really cool. Sign up for propswap.com today and uh, they will give you a hundred percent match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP. Yes, that's SGP as in sports gaming podcast um, at the time of deposit and props up will match it up to a hundred dollars. Go to propswap.com today. Void where prohibited. Whew. All right, Patty C we've done this. We've talked basketball. I love me some college basketball We're in the thick of it, but we also cover college football here on the college experience. Yes, we do. All right. And Hawaii has named a head coach. All right. Who do we got? We got the ultimate used car salesman to me. <laughs> right? Todd Graham. Look, Colby and I are in a position here starting to get college coaches on. Yeah. We have to consider, you know, catering to these people's feelings a little bit, you know, not going to lie. Like, we want to have more college coaches on, but at the same time, we want, we're in a conundrum because we want to keep our authenticity about how we actually feel. Todd Graham, good coach. But like Colby said, reeks of used car salesman. He was at Pitt. I, I never liked to, he went to Pitt for one year and then dipped out to Arizona yeah. state. I just never, eh. I mean, it was a better opportunity. So from a, a, a career standpoint, it was the right move for him. Although obviously what goes along with that is uh, Scrutiny per- perception. Yeah, yeah. Scrutiny, the perception of a lack of loyalty and a lack of commitment to uh, the team that you've chosen. So um, not only that, I don't know if it's the, the, the flat top. It looks like Jay Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> uh, he's Hawaii's head coach. So it's actually not a bad hire, by not Hawaii. a bad hire. I yeah. mean, when you think about the fact that um, who was uh, offensive coordinator that just got hired at Florida state, um, what Norvell was Norvell was yeah. 
under him at yeah at Arizona State. At Arizona yeah. State, at the very least, I mean, I think he he picked up one. I don't know if 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 Graham had passed that down in Norvell or if Norvell. You yeah, know. but I know Todd Graham was decent at Tulsa back in the day. I mean, his offenses are are ta- are, are capable. You know, yeah. throws the ball around. Um, for some reason, it's much more tolerable for someone to throw the ball around when they're a character. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Steve Spurrier. Even though I hated him back in the day, you learn to appreciate him. I appreciate at least like you know he got under my skin the right way. Uh, Mike Leach, obviously hilarious. You gotta love the guy. Makes a lot of good points too. I, I'll tolerate his throwing the ball around, even though I I appreciate physical football first and well, foremost. Well, you, you you gotta appreciate the fact that he modeled it after the the the, the, the wishbone. Yeah, the, the concept generally of spreading the ball around to every eligible receiver on the team or el- every eligible ball carrier. Uh, yeah, conceptually intelligent and, and, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, eloquent. That's not what I am right now. Um, <laughs> all right. So Todd it just makes sense. It just makes sense. It's, 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 it's logical. That's, so let me ask you week zero is a long way away. Yeah. But it's in August We're we're basically six months away. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawaii plays at Arizona. Hawaii beat him last year in on the Island. You know, what's funny. He's kind of a good fit for Hawaii in a way. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just like the, the used car salesman kind of works in Hawaii. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, it's, he's at, like a tourist. Is someone going to get swept by, by the rainbow is. warriors? Uh, that would be great. Where, where, the, where's this game? This one's in Tucson In Tucson. I, I think Arizona uh, might win this one. Wait, Khalil Tate. He'll be back. He'll be back. Did he do anything this year for someone? No. He had he had a couple good year, good, or good, good games. games. In there. Um, there were a strange team this year, but they were my lock on a well. Rolovich under wins, so uh, kind of aired the ball out a little bit. No, you ran the run and shoot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I would expect, yeah, obviously, uh, Graham to run a similar system as he had previously, which will make the transition pretty smooth. You would expect. Not always the case, but um, typically at least uh, a little bit. So I think Hawaii is going to go in there and get the W. No oh, man, just Boom. coming out bold. I think the hire was a decent hire considering. Now um, Mike Leach did hire a defensive coordinator, Zach Arnett. I'm I'm all about this hire because it's a protege of one Rocky Long. You know I'm big on. Yeah. And he stole him away because he was going to go to Syracuse, be the DC, and he ends up at Mississippi State now. Love the love what love the hire. Very nice. Because look, I like Rocky Long's teams. They, they do a lot of uh they're aggressive. I like defensive coaches. Rocky that are Long was the originator, the the pioneer of the three three five. Correct, correct. It's an interesting defense. I, I need to study it more. Like I mentioned before, my brother's super high on it. He says uh the inherent benefit of it is is that it makes uh it unpredictable for the guards who are the real decision makers on the offensive line and kind of the guys that have to dictate where the center and the tackles make their decisions. Cause I guess the guards make theirs first and foremost, uh, just by the nature of being over top of the tackles in the center. Um, they, it makes it unpredictable as to where they're going to go inside, outside slanting, you know, all that. And so the guards pre-snap are at a, um, no more of an advantage than the defense is in terms of predictability. And that's usually where the offense's advantage is. Yeah. They know uh, where they're going. Yeah. They know where they're going. The defense doesn't, but since it's, it, it makes it a 50, 50 battle, then uh, it nullifies the offense's advantage. 
and it benefits the defense, especially since you can mix in some blitz packages, get, get a little creative. If you're good at running it, maybe there is a little bit of a decided schematic advantage to quote the once Notre Dame and still fat coach, Charlie Weiss. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. Uh, well, the ACC and PAC 12 released their schedule. So we're almost, we almost have everything. I think we're waiting on the AAC's conference schedule to be uh, released. Um, and maybe the conference USA, there's a few, maybe the mountain West. I forget. Um, but all the power fives now are, are out there, but I wasn't very surprised The pac 12, uh, you power know, five schedules are all out. They're all out. Ooh, time for me to comb through. They're all out, but the ACC was the last and they released it. And, and I, you know, and right off the bat, it jumps off the page that Clemson at Georgia tech opening Thursday night. Why? For the second First off, year in a row. I mean, for years I've asked why, why, why do they have why? to play Georgia tech every year? Why? Why can't we just do two games where you play everybody in the, co- the two at a time? If you're going to do eight conference, they games, want to protect that long historical rivalry. Oh, that rivalry sucks ass. That has right? never existed between Georgia tech and Clemson. Ah, <sighs> man. But uh, Thursday night, but I'm saying, I don't know. I don't know. We, we, I mean, week one college football is, is pretty loaded though, but well, you, you pointed out exactly what Clemson's doing and you know why they're doing it. And, and essentially by scheduling one of their conference games right off, the, right out the gates, they have built in the ability to schedule uh, non-conference games against powder puffs uh, or cream puffs, whatever you want to call in them November throughout the season and, and November, which is when the crimson tide. Well, and, no, the advantage in this which I feel like never, no one ever makes a point of is that when the rankings come out on November 2nd or 1st for the playoffs, how do people not, it's, it's, it's unbelievable to me that by you having a cakewalk in November, uh, an easy layup, yeah. you don't get penalized as much than if you were to lose to Georgia tech in the beginning of the season. Yeah, it's true. It, it, on a number of levels, obviously, uh, you get more wins coming into the initial st- or more credit given uh, coming into the initial college football playoff standing based on the fact that H- you how does no one, one bring this up harder games for why would you lose it? You don't get penalized. Why, why isn't the playoffs rankings released right away? Uh, why was that? I think they wanted to do that to make sure, which I, I actually kind of appreciate. They wanted to make sure that there was a body of work before they started uh, impacting. Um, well, clearly that Alabama body of work last year was fantastic, <laughs> right? right? I mean, that Clemson body of work was fantastic. I'm last not year. saying they've, they've implemented it correctly. No, but you, you get my point here is that when you play, so, so by Clemson playing, let's just say they play Wofford in November mm-hmm. this year, which I'm sure they play somebody shitty, but I'm saying they since that's a win where Oklahoma's playing in the big 12 and has a gauntlet they have to go through. Mm-hmm. It's an advantage because the, look, if the, if the playoff rankings are just released, Oklahoma say November. So the playoff rankings released on, uh, this is hypothetical yeah. on, on November 1st and Oklahoma's five and Clemson's four, but Clemson plays Wofford and Oklahoma plays at Kansas state. The fucking advantage is Clemson because they're going to win. They know, you know, that's a win. Yeah. Oklahoma's got to go through a, a potential yeah. loss. A nine game yeah. yeah. Not to mention just sprinkling in, uh, easily winnable games throughout your schedule, not only helps with you resting your players and staying healthy, but also uh, helps you manage the emotional roller coaster. That is like getting up for important games and not uh, being too down for trap games, you know? Yeah. And so if, if, if you're fucking 
right after a big game, you know, you get a bye week before a big game, and then you have a big game and you win, then you're not following it up with another hard team. You're following it up with uh Furman, you know? Exactly. Uh, but by the way, the other, so, so on opening Thursday night, the other, uh, ACC games, NC state at Louisville, that should be actually pretty good. NC state Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And then on, on opening Friday night, uh, Syracuse at Boston college. And look, I'm not saying that Georgia tech versus Clemson, uh, couldn't be good. It's just not good right now. I think those two programs, Clemson has a higher ceiling, but Georgia tech, uh, if they get their shit together and recruit if they could somehow find themselves a coach that can recruit and uh coach a little bit too which yeah. doesn't seem like it's that they they can overcome I, I thought they overachieved my expectations a little bit this, this year. year they yeah. did lose to the citadel which doesn't help <laughs> but they did win a couple games they beat Miami at Miami yeah and they're just getting started they they they're finally recruiting so Jeff Collins that could you you may one day be take, biting your eating a little crow on that being a good rivalry but Certainly right now it is not. And it doesn't, since there's no historical like element to it, then it doesn't need to be a protected rivalry. So that point stands. And I agree with you there. So uh, opening Thursday night, I know we're far away from this. We're going to touch on this way more in June. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming your BYU Utah would be the game to watch, right? BYU Usually, at Utah. Yeah. You would have to assume. That's yeah. You got Oregon state at Oklahoma state, which actually is going to be interesting this year. Cause Oregon state's getting better. Okay. But Chuba Hubbard's coming back. Oh yeah. Good luck. Beaver defense. Um, and, uh, what the, so the it's at Oklahoma state. Yeah. Cause this year was yeah, in Oregon. That's not going to be a good game. Um, week one though, the big, I guess the big one is USC, Alabama and Dallas. I don't think that's going to be much of a game. Yeah. We'll be interesting to see if uh, Michigan at at Washington should be interesting. Michigan at Washington. Uh, yes, it should. Although with, um, Peterson out, uh, you got to figure Michigan's going to come in with a little advantage in that game. Even in Seattle is that your most anticipated game really North Dakota state at Oregon. <laughs> I mean, that one is big on the radar and especially, uh, having seen what's the quarterback's name over there. Uh, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. If that dude, look, he is as good as I think he is. Then, uh, based on what I've seen, you can't fucking fake the performance. Well, he didn't he throw an interception the whole year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Walter Payton player of the yeah, year as a freshman. I want to say that's maybe the only freshman that's ever um, done that. Uh, yeah. It might be right there at the SCS level, which, you know, that's crazy. Uh, they have a chance. They do have a chance. That's a that Oregon going to be breaking in a new quarterback and they got Ohio state on deck. So they think, are they going to overlook Could be it? Looking ahead. There's no fucking way you overlook a team as good as North Dakota state though. Um, Maybe what, they do. What about your Labor Day, Virginia, Georgia? If matchup. any team's cocky enough to overlook them, it would be Oregon and their fucking Nike money. Labor Day, Virginia, Georgia. Georgia's going to wipe the walls with Virginia. Is it going to be over at halftime? Probably. I would love nothing more than for Mendenhall to really prove himself to be. I don't know if this guy's ever going to be considered an elite coach, but actually reestablish himself as one of the better coaches in college football by keeping UVA in this game, which he already did against Florida. But if he, if he develops a quarterback and gets them ready for the Georgia game and hangs in that game, and if he can win that game, yeah, then Holy shit. Then you gotta, you gotta start paying attention to that Virginia program. Yeah. And, okay. and take them seriously. So quick hot take on the other neutral site games, which I, I hate these neutral site games, but uh, Ole Miss Baylor. Where is that being played in Houston, Texas lane train against Aranda. Ah, 
You got to get Baylor the edge. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then Florida State, West Virginia. Florida. I want to see who it ran against as his offensive coordinator at Baylor. Uh, you got to figure they're going to continue. I, although Rule, I don't know that he was an air it out type. Of, I think he's a balanced offense. Kind yeah, of guy. he is more balanced. I feel if like, anything, yeah. he's kind of a, he, he, he promotes tough running. Um, but uh, you were saying what was your other one? Uh, West Virginia, Florida State. Who? In Two Atlanta. teams tied together by history. Uh, obviously, Bobby Bowden, a West Virginia graduate and a Florida State legend. Um, down in Atlanta, couldn't be more of a redneck fest if you asked for it. Uh, <laughs> look, give me fucking. I think of West Virginia, I think. Will. Yeah, I think, give me West Virginia. I think Neil Brown made progress throughout the Mike year. Mike Leach guy. Another Leach guy out there. There it is. Boom. And I think that even though I, I expect an immediate improvement um, from Florida State, uh, it's going to take a little while to, for um, Norvell to get it together. Yeah. Um, and then I will touch on uh, the big, the big, the big uh, 10 opens up with some conference play as well. Pac-12 doesn't start off with conference play. The big 10 does Purdue at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a pretty compelling game, I think, because I oh, think that's a good game. Yeah. Nebraska needs it. Both teams should be a lot better next year. Yeah. Um, then you have, I believe what, where is this? Uh, talk about a game that immediately kind of acts as a, uh, differentiator. Indiana at Wisconsin. I expect Wisconsin to wipe the walls with Indiana. You would say, who are they going to replace Jonathan Taylor Thomas with? Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Love it. Love it. Improvement. Um, I think uh, Wisconsin just churns out running backs. It doesn't matter who's behind that jumbo offensive line. Uh, And then uh, Northwestern at Michigan State. Fitzgerald, they got to be better. They got to be improved. Uh, you can't get a lot worse than they were this year. All, all uh, love to Patty Fitz, but they weren't very good this year. Um, give me Michigan State in that one. All right, so you got you, those are the easy plays. I'm gonna we'll go way more in depth. By the way, in June we'll go week by week, game by game, like we did last year. Oh yeah, it was wild. Anyway, guys, what this, do you think about uh, real that, quick XFL? Uh, we got uh, Saturday. Yeah, the LA Wildcats. Uh, Hosting a block party, so to speak, uh, down in Carson, uh, which I guess is at their new stadium. Yeah. We get to yeah. meet some of the players. Their head coach, Winston Moss, Tech Mobile linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Boom. Maybe I'll end up being there. I'm not sure yet. I'm moving the girlfriend back in. Ill advised move, I am aware, folks, but things are better between us. Uh, so. And there you go, buddy. I'm looking at this roster right now. The Wildcats roster. Um, they have Josh Johnson, former Redskin quarterback. Played for a couple other teams. Nick Novak, the kicker. Interesting. I saw that Chad Ochocinco is no longer. Yeah, he didn't. He skipped his workout. Yeah, what a classic. Uh, Nelson Spruce, former Colorado receiver, who was playing good with the San Diego Fleet last year. A couple of these guys were at the San Diego Fleet. I believe Novak was as well. Um, who else would you know on this team, Patty C? It's interesting. You may end up starting to get these, like, you know, how there's like B rate wrestlers that you yeah. see frequently enough that you, yeah. I don't even know why, like, uh, those guys exist, but they're, they're just there to act as like the, the <laughs> foil to like the stars and take, take L's. Um, 
But uh, same with this from the AAF. Yeah, to here. we're gonna have these guys that you know you've seen year to year that can never make the jump to that. It's a shame the AAF folded because I would love to have the AAF and the XFL both going in the winter meeting in, in a championship. It would game. be amazing. Two eighteen leagues, you'd have a yeah. sixteen. Yeah, that would be a legit league. At that and point. I really liked what they're doing there. They, they had great hits and everything. I hope the XFL still has hits. Uh, Larry Rose, former New Mexico State running back, is on the. Uh, is on the express. I'm trying to see who, so the early is this, video clips indicate uh hitting going on in the XFL, which is encouraging. Yes. Uh, who is your uh, team in the XFL? We, we gotta be uh wildcats. I guess right? We gotta go wildcats over DC. Huh? Uh, you know what? We have an I, East I and a West. We're, we're here. In, we're here in LA. We got to go LA when the league starts. We're wildcat fans, buddy, or at least I am. Yeah, me too. Okay. So those are the players you would really know. I don't know a bunch of these other guys. All right, guys, this is the college experience. If you're a first time listener, I hope you dig the show. We talk college basketball, college football, and basically all sports. And like we did with NBA today or whatever, but I um, hope you dig the show. Tell a friend uh, you can find us on pretty much any podcast platform. Just type in the college experience. If you could please leave us a nice iTunes review, we'd appreciate all of our fans. Please get over there. Get over there. We can't emphasize this enough. We want to, it's a brand new feed. I, I want a lot of comments. Please help me out. If I've ever bought you a beer, if I've ever made you giggle, if I've ever won you a bet, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a comment. Just five seconds out of your day. Fill this thing out. Make it happen. We'd appreciate it. This is the college experience though. Uh, you can find the sports getting podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. By the way, if you're a first time listener, you can find, we pick every division one college basketball and college football game. We have our locks, but we pick everyone. There's a spreadsheet released over at sports Also, if you follow all those Twitters, I just mentioned along with my own Twitter at the Colby D we have this information for you. Check it out. We've been over 50% every year in the business. So uh, with our locks and picking every game. So even if it's not one of our locks, you're, you're curious uh, about cop and state playing uh, Maryland Eastern shore. Give us a check. Yeah. Odds are we're going to lead you in the right direction. Exactly. Exactly. Patty C any, uh, any other uh, things you want to say? I'm just getting ramped up for the XFL. And and there you go. There you go. You're March madness. You know, football is coming to a close here. Uh, is it though? But yeah, it's, it's glorious. Long overdue spring football is back in America. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully be. here to stay. And I've made this argument for years, uh, year round football and year round basketball can work in this country. That's right. This is the college experience, guys. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.